Welcome to Living on the Exhale, a podcast designed to help us find inspiration, laughter, and growth in the messy middle of our lives. Each week, we explore ideas, inspiration, stories, and experiences that help us to grow, connect, and learn. So if you're in need of a weekly dose of inspiration, laughter, and a reminder that you're not alone in this crazy journey called life, then this podcast is for you. I'm Stacy Berkovitz, your host, and together we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. Y'all, I cannot believe we're at the end of 2023. Has this felt like the fastest year of your life or is it just me? Okay, I know it's cliche to say this because everyone says this, like this year went by so fast. But for real, I cannot believe how quickly this year has gone by. And I heard some, like in a, somebody told me one time that it's because the older you get, kind of like the way your life is divvied up by time, the quicker things go by. But when you're young, because you don't have that many years on earth, it feels like forever. So I don't know if there's truth to that or not, but it definitely flew by. And at the end of every year, what I do is I do like a 2023 reflection. Where did I travel? Um, What were the highlights? Maybe some of the not so highlights. And I just look at the year for what it is and then just offer my gratitude for what I learned, what I grew from, what came into my life. So I want to share, first of all, what my list is with you. And then second of all, I want to share with you some ways that you can reflect in this last part of 2023 to just look back on and then use that to catapult you forward to 2024. Okay, so here we go. All right, so here's some of my reflections that I put, and I actually put this in an Instagram post not to be like, look at how much I grew or look where I went, but I like to look back and look at those things, and it's nice to know exactly where to go on my social media account to, I kind of treat it like a scrapbook, to reflect and look back. Okay, so here's where I traveled this year. Um, I hit Florida three times for some reason. A wedding, a work, and just a for fun trip to Sarasota, Tampa, and St. Pete. I finally checked out Nashville, Tennessee. Cool place to go. Huge music scene. Had a family reunion in St. Paul, Minnesota. Went to New York and got to check out the food scene. Had a missed flight, not on my, my end, but the airline's end. So it was, quote, stuck in Chicago for 24 hours, but finally got to check out Chicago, and it is a cool city. Um, in Texas, I went to Waco to meet a friend of mine halfway who lives in Austin, and then went to Arizona, Kansas for my son's wedding, Oklahoma, Colorado, and then internationally hit Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, the Faroe Islands, Iceland, Greece, and Albania. So hit some of my bucket list places, especially internationally this year, and that was a huge blessing. All right, so as far as what was happening in my life this year, well, they laid off our entire wellness department, so I got laid off in May. I started a business. I started on the Excel. 
I started this podcast and it has been so much fun to talk to people and also just to talk, right? And for those of you who are listening and have continued to listen, oh my gosh, can I just say thank you, thank you, thank you. I know how valuable your time is. I just want to thank you for being willing to spend it with me, listening either to me or one of my guests. I really hope it's been meaningful. Um, I created a course. I taught yoga on the beach and I in my completed my 12th year teaching Zumba going on 13 years. I got my several certifications, my somatic practitioner certification, laughter yoga, um, breath as medicine, my yoga stretch certification. So hit some of those this year. I was able to present um, to wellness topics. Um, So I was able to do wellness presentations to just to name a few, Google, TCU, Microsoft, Dish Network, Tevi, and Vanguard. Um, My cute grandbaby started pre-K. She's not really a baby anymore. I guess I should say grandchild. Um, I ran a kindness challenge. I co-created and ran girlfriend's retreat with a close friend of mine. My oldest son got married and I did this cool social media thing for Zumba with this social media influencer named Jordan Syatt. You should check him out. He's a cool guy. So really some fun highlights this year and a lot of growth. I took a marketing course to learn how the heck <laughs> I'm pretty dang good at coaching and, and in the wellness th- scene because that's my passion. But let me tell you, marketing is a foreign object for me. So I really have had to learn some stuff and the learning curve is still huge for me. But I was glad that I pushed myself to do this. So I think one of the reasons that this year has gone by so fast is it's been really full and busy in the best of ways. I also know it's important to note that even though this year has been filled with, to be real, like it's been a good year, um, there's also been some challenges. Little challenges like getting stood up for a date, bigger challenges like I'm not 20 anymore and my body's changing and dealing with that kind of fun stuff. There's been challenges in starting my own business and feeling like what do I do? Feeling clueless, feeling unworthy, feeling like impost- like an imposter, right? So there's been challenges too. When I was in junior high, you know, a couple years ago, there was a quote in our yearbook that said, the total is greater than the sum of the parts. And I think that's so true. I did not understand that as a seventh grader, but I think I understand it now. The total is greater than the sum of the parts. And so overall, this has been a really beautiful year. Okay, Excellers, now your turn. So what we're going to do together is to go through your 2023, and then you can use that to catapult you and how you want to envision your next year. So for example, instead of making just these general New Year's resolutions, it's really looking at your patterns, your joys, your opportunities, your challenges, and thinking and pondering it until that January 1st clock ticks and you want to 
focus on some new things. And so hopefully this reflection that we're about to do will be helpful to you. If you want to grab a piece of paper and pen or your computer, pull up a Word document or a Google Doc to jot things down, that works too. So here we go. Okay, so the first step is to look back. Take 30 minutes to jot down your achievements, any challenges you may have had in any way, any challenges, and then lessons from this year. Really take the time to think about it. Maybe pull out your calendar. There's things that are in your calendar that surely you've forgotten about. It's impossible to remember 365 days and what you did on each day. But just using that kind of as a reflection tool of, okay, I remember that. Ooh, I remember what I learned from that. Or, ooh, that was painful. Or, ooh, that was great, right? So using this time to reflect back. That's step one. Step two is to prioritize. So spend some time identifying your top three priorities for the upcoming year. And in in an upcoming episode, we'll talk about finding your why. But in the meantime, in the meantime, in the meantime, what aspects of your life work or matter most to you right now? And that's good like groundwork to do before you listen to the finding your why episode. So just really spending that time identifying those top three priorities that you want to see happen in 2024. The next thing is setting goals. So if you're not familiar with SMART goals, it's um, it's an acronym used in the coaching world. And it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. And SMART goals are just a very clear way to outline and hold you accountable for a goal. So let me tell you what that would look like. So for example, a general goal would be, I want to, here, I'll just do one you hear so often at the beginning of the year, I want to lose weight, right? That's a general goal. A smart goal would be something like this. I want to eat a salad every day, Monday through Friday, starting today and ending in one month to help me reduce two pounds this month, right? So it's very specific. Another goal, let's say you want to move more, you want more exercise. I will walk three times for 20 minutes each starting tomorrow and ending in one week from tomorrow, whatever. So it's it's very specific. It's something you can measure. It's something you can do. It's realistic. So you're not saying, I'm going to run a marathon within a week, or I'm going to lose 50 pounds this week, right? And it's timely. There's like, It's like time bound. So that's a SMART goal. So allocate some SMART goals that are in relation to what matters most for you. And remembering, I like to use the quote, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Remember, if you want to make changes, it's the little things that bring about the big things. So really think about what's one step, even if it's a baby, baby, tiny step, one step you can do to get a little closer to your goal. The next thing is to visualize. So this happens differently for everybody. For some people, it's meditating. And while they're meditating, it's imagining what you want to see manifested or what you want to see happen in your life. For some people, it's writing in a journal. This is what I want to see. Maybe it's drawing pictures of it. 
Maybe for others, it's creating a vision board. And if you're not familiar with vision boards, what you can do, and you can do this by either using magazines or using pictures you find online, you can do a, 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 a one created online, or you can cut and paste with magazine cutouts. And you take pictures or words or both, and you create this art, I guess, an art representation of what you want to see manifested, what your goals are, what you want your life to look like this coming year. And when you visually see that, or you visually write it, or you meditate about it constantly, that becomes what you're focusing on, right? So what we focus on grows. So having some type of visualization can be really helpful. That was number four. Number five is to review your resolutions. Let's say that you set resolutions at the beginning of this year. If you remember them, that's that's great. If not, then maybe there's a tweak that needs to be made. Maybe there were too many. Maybe there weren't enough. Maybe they weren't clear, right? So just review the resolutions. I can share that in my in my bedroom. Here's a little embarrassing Stacy fact. In my bedroom, I have a whiteboard. And on my whiteboard, I have my goals set up into eight areas for the year. And every week I set goals. So I have three or four goals that I do every week. And many times I look at those eight year, the eight goals I set for the year, and I use those to help me set to be the baby steps, um, the mini steps, if you will, of those goals, right? So really think about um, if you're going to have a resolution, where are you going to visually put that? Where are you going to be able to check back and see that? Money matters. Okay, so this is number six. This one's painful. Inflation, all the things, y'all. But review your finances. Actually take time to review your finances and consider creating some type of budget for next year. Maybe that budget, if you are raking it in, maybe that means you can create some more savings or some new investments. If things feel a little tight, where can you pull back? Where can you make adjustments? Empower yourself with that budget. Use it as a tool to help you gain clarity of what can be done, either increasing in investments or increasing in savings or increasing or decreasing in spending. So really use that as a guide. So number six is money matters. Number seven is health goals. Dedicate some time to think about how your overall health and wellness is going. Maybe this means you want to go get your blood work done. It's so important, y'all. We, we think so much of what's going on on the outside, but boy, oh boy, that colonoscopy, that mammogram, that blood work, that will tell us what's going on on the inside. So maybe it's saying to yourself, my health goal is making sure I get my blood work done this year. My health goal is making sure I go to the dentist twice this year. My health goal is walking for 10 minutes every day. So whatever your health goal is, think of an area where there can be some movement forward, whatever that looks like for you, and consider making those one of your goals. Okay, career plans, number eight. Think about your career. Are you excited with where you're at right now? Are you feeling really satisfied? Did you lose your job like I did? And maybe it's time to start your own gig or maybe attend some networking events or reevaluate where you wanna be in your career. So try to set 
a couple professional goals or at least one, and then what you would like to see happen. Again, it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be you quit your job tomorrow and you decide to open up a popsicle stand, right? Unless that's your dream, then more power to you. But think about what are some steps you can do to move you forward in your career. And in your current career, are you happy with where you're at? Would you like some movement there? What kind of things can happen to help propel you forward in your current career? Number nine, manage your time. So this one's big. Um, This one's actually huge. I just did a presentation on this on how much we are unnecessarily wasting our time with social media and texting and scrolling and how we can really lose time from that, lose powerful time on our time on earth from doing things that don't really matter. So think about how you are currently managing your time. Does it mean that you have a calendar and you start using a calendar? Does it mean you make the adjustments on your phone to turn off notifications so you're not jumping on anytime there's a new notification that comes up? Does it mean downloading a productivity app? Does it mean planning once a week so that you have your week um, in alignment? What does that look like for you? Number 10, build support. So this one's big. Um, Identify a couple people who can support your goals. This is great to do with close friends. If you've thought about coaching, this is a great time to find a coach that can support you. And reach out to those friends or reach out to that coach and tell them, I need somebody to hold me accountable and to inspire me and to encourage me with my goals. We all need a cheerleader in life. And better if we have a couple, but listen, all we need is one, and that can be really helpful in going forward with your goals. Number 11, habit check. Take some time to evaluate evaluate your daily habits. So identify, so you don't get so hard on yourself, identify one positive habit to continue growing in and maybe one to break. So I'll tell you mine. I... I'm very active. I teach fitness. I do fitness each day. When I have a standing desk. I don't like to be sitting. But one thing I bought very, very recently, like a week ago, to have this next year is a, a desk treadmill, right? That little treadmill that you put underneath your desk. Because when I'm stuck in front of the computer all day, it's so easy not to get my movement or my steps in. So that is one way that I'm going to grow even more in my movement. Now, one of my habits I want to break is having my phone so close to my bed. So I'm looking at it before I go to bed. I look at it after I write in my journal each day. And I think sometimes it's too soon. So really, those are those are two habits, one to grow in and one to uh, change that I definitely want to focus on. Number 12 is an action plan. So looking at everything you just wrote down and thinking, what, how can I break this up into a timeline for the next month, for the next three months, for daily tasks? What are some absolutely must, no matter what daily task I want to do? What are some deadlines I'm going to hold myself accountable? And, and you can, if you did find that support system, you can help yourself with that support system by reaching out to your friend or your coach to help you hold you accountable. 
And then you want to set regular check-ins. I will tell you, every Sunday, I go to that whiteboard. Yeah, it's sexy, y'all. It's a sexy whiteboard. But I go to that whiteboard and I look and say, okay, which one of these did I reach this week? Which, Which need a little more time? Was there anything I didn't reach? And that's okay. Like, do I need to change it? I just get curious about it. Like, am I avoiding doing it for some reason? Um, I have to buy government health care. And it, it, the last day is this Friday to get that. And so I've been putting that off because, oh, I think, oh, my gosh, do I want to spend that each month? So, but it's been on my whiteboard for two weeks. And I can tell I'm avoiding it. So there's some, there's some information that you can find even in yourself when you are making those weekly goals. And so just having that individual check-in with yourself can be a really great way to stay on target and task. And that is number 13. And finally, number 14 is to feel what your goals feel like in your body. Okay, this is big. So once you decide what you want to look like, you've done the reflection look like, you look great, people. Decide what you want to do, what you want your year to look like, then really feel what that feels like. Does that feel good in your body? Does that bring up anxiety? If so, get curious about it. Why does that bring up anxiety? Are you putting pressure on yourself? Is what you're wanting to achieve reasonable? Do you get a, are you looking at those things you want to see in 2024 and getting excited? Does it make you nervous? Does it make you feel irritated. So listen to your body and get curious on why. Is it anxiety because you don't know where to start? Okay, that's okay. Get curious about it. Huh? This feels like a big, big task. I want it. It just feels like too much. Okay, so does that mean maybe I need to scale down on what that goal is? Or does that mean maybe I need support in what that goal is? And we will be talking in a future episode about finding your why and really connecting it to what you want. And nothing takes the place of somatically or in your body feeling what those goals goals feel like. You know, there was a certification that, and I love to grow and learn, okay? I'm just going to tell you, I'm one of those geeky people who love to continue learning. And I heard about the certification and I was like, yes, I want to I wanna look into that. Just, you know, it was interesting. And so I jumped on and I started learning about it. And as I'm learning about it, I started getting the ooeys in my body, you know, like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And so I had to get curious about why I was feeling ooey about learning, you know, this particular new skill. And I thought, oh, it's because it's not resonating. This doesn't feel like what I want to do. And so then I just let it go. And there have been other things that I learn about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. And I feel it. And so when you have that in your body, even when that certification gets hard, or even when that class gets hard, or that weight loss is hard, or the movement is hard, when you have that initial like this feels right, this feels what I need, this feels good all throughout my body then listen to that and lean on that when you need to. All right, so I'm going to go over those really quickly. So number one was look back. Number two, prioritize. Number three, set goals. Number four, visualize. Number five, review your resolutions from last year. 
Number six, money matters. Number seven, health goals. Eight, career plans. Nine, time management. Ten, build support. Eleven, habit check. Twelve, your action plan. Thirteen, regular check-ins. And fourteen, how does it feel in your body? All right, I hope this was a helpful episode. It gives you some ideas on how to reflect on your 2023. I'm sending you so much love, so much grace for your life, so much care, so much self-care. Use these last moments of 2023 to really celebrate who you are. You are divine and wonderful and so lovable. Thank you so much for joining on the exhale. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Let's get ready to meditate. Welcome to this meditation. Allow me to take you sailing on the ocean to learn the importance of focus. This metaphor helps you focus on the course of action pushing you toward what you really want to achieve. By adjusting your sails wisely with the wind towards a destination rather than letting the wind control your direction. Make sure you are in a comfortable position where you can easily tune out the world around you. Remove any potential distractions, knowing that right now, no one needs you and you have nowhere to be. Take a deep breath in and as you gaze forward, hold your breath for a moment Noticing what you are looking at, then breathe out and allow your eyes to close, remembering what you just saw. Focusing is so important in life. If you wish to achieve your dreams and desires, you must focus your intent on the destination, never turning away, even through the storms. Some people don't plan their point of focus and simply say, I go with the wind, thinking life happens to them and their influence is minuscule. This is a way of thinking that could set you adrift. Instead, learn to ride the wind and cut through it in a way that takes you towards your desires and dreams. So imagine with your mind the great big blue ocean. You have a sailboat that can take you anywhere in the world through the power of the wind. From the shore, you cannot see your destination, but you know it is there. The version of you that goes with the flow and rides the wind with no destination set could be sailing the waters for months, arriving in an unknown location. Or you have the option to set the course and stick to it. Let's say you want to sail to Aruba. When you have a goal set in stone, you plan, you organize, and you try to make it there in the quickest time and the shortest direction. Both sailors are riding the wind, yet one has a plan and the other does not. Imagine now, 
that these two boats are setting sail from the same location. Notice how one boat allows the wind to pull them in any way without guidance, and the other sailor focuses on using precise movements to accurately cut through the wind and move their vessel towards their destination. Both may enjoy the ride, yet one has a map and the other does not. So which boat did you choose to step on? The boat aimlessly going into the depths of the ocean, or the boat with a skilled planner focused on a course of direction? Allow the images of the boat sailing the ocean to fade from your mind now. Come to an image in your mind of how to focus on something you need or want to do. You may see a paper and pen to write the first drafts down. Perhaps you see a new document opened on your computer where you can jot down your goals and ideas of how to get there. Whatever way you plan and organize, see yourself now taking action and moving towards the planning stage of focusing on what you want to accomplish. See yourself brainstorming the process of the steps you need to take. See yourself focusing on the choices you make on a daily basis towards your aspirations. Now, gently return your awareness to the present moment, bringing with you a deep understanding that having a map as a point of focus is what guides you to your destination. Open your eyes, inhale, exhale, and take on life with this new focus. Place your hand on your heart. Together, we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. Thank you for joining Living on the Exhale. Make sure to subscribe.